0: Well, then there's Foucault. Foucault, who I have no respect for, by the way. I think I think I've read a fair bit of Foucault, and I think everything he says is obvious. So, for example, he criticizes the idea of mental illness as a as a social construct. It's like, well, yeah, obviously. I mean. It's not like psychiatrists and psychologists and mental health professionals, who are relatively well informed, haven't known about that since for the last 60 years, I mean, it might be a revelation to people who, who don't notice that psychi- psychiatry, for example, is something like a compromise between the patient, biology, and the social world, you know, I mean, psychiatric ailments often have a biological tilt, but the way they manifest themselves in society is clearly conditioned in in very intense ways by the particular um, conditions obtaining at the point that the person who has that biological predisposition exists. Even whether or not that's pathological can be tilted one way or another by by cultural norms. And then of course when you're dealing with issues like insurance payment and treatment and hospitalization, obviously you're pulling in all sorts of systems that are by no means purely scientific, but I don't find it a particularly useful critique. It's obvious as far as I'm concerned. And the other thing that Foucault did I mean, I think this is the typical, especially the French intellectuals, typical sleight of hand once Marxism became, you know, once you were no longer able to call yourself a committed Marxist because committed Marxism had led to unbelievable brutality, you know, on a scale that had never probably, I think, had never been experienced in the entire history of the planet, at least in terms of its reach and duration. You didn't get to call yourself a Marxist anymore, although there were still people and you still see them saying, well that wasn't real Marxism, which I think is a cop-out of staggering proportions. It usually means, well if I was the person running the country that wouldn't have happened. You know, that's the logic behind it. They didn't put the principles into practice properly, it's like, yeah, well lots of people put the damn principles into practice and the same thing happened everywhere. So at some point, you have to kind of wonder if there's something wrong with the principles. Anyways, what Foucault did was take the Marxist presupposition that everything could be boiled down to economics and economic power and translated it into the idea that everything just boiled down to power. You know, and that the reason that we have institutions is to include and to exclude, and that the institutions always run for the benefit of those at the top. It's like, well, yeah, that's a little bit true, but it's, you know, it's, it's a scientist would look at that and say, yeah, well probably, you know, power dynamics in a, in a functioning economic and political system maybe account for 10% of the variance, something like that, maybe 15%. So for example, if you have a… Say you want to go to an Ivy League school, well if your parents went to the school you're more likely to get in, but you're not that much more likely to get in, and you still have to be, you know, roughly speaking what happens is that if you have a pretty decent, you know, high school GPA, and you do very well on the SATs, and you have some other talents of some sort, because that's also necessary, then they might pick you over someone else who's roughly equally qualified if you have a familial history of attendance at the school. So obviously you get an an advantage, but it's not, it, it's not the kind of advantage that accounts for the entirety of how the system is structured. It's an advantage. Well, you can say, well that's not fair, it's like, yeah, okay. Fair enough, most systems are certainly not 100% either fair or just, definitely not. But you know, instead of comparing them to utopia, you might compare them to another system, which is the only reasonable way to do it. It's like everything looks terrible when you compare it to the best thing you can possibly imagine. But the best thing you can possibly imagine is it's an empty fiction, because it's so devoid of detailed content that you can't use it as a guide to reality. Now, I mean, the idea that things could be better has its roots in in some sense in a broad-scale utopian project, and I believe that things could be better, but that doesn't mean that when you're doing an analysis of a complex system you get to compare it to an ideological utopia and then describe all the reasons that it's bad. It's not appropriate to do that. It's too simplistic. You're not going to do anything to actually address the problems that the system has if you take that approach. And then, of course, like, pure utopian thinking is extraordinarily dangerous, because if you think that your way of molding society into some ultimate state of perfection is headed towards some ultimate state of perfection, then you can justify absolutely anything you do right now on the basis of the fact that things are going to improve so radically in the future. And that means any of your behaviors are excused. The end is worth it. Well, if someone says that, you have to kind of wonder what they're actually planning (coughs) excuse me what they're actually planning to do. So. Okay, so, well, what's the issue? Well, the issue is that it's, so the same critic with regards to Foucault, he said, you know, it's basically the same thing, that Foucault criticized a variety of low, you know, profound institutions, sexual institutions, say, like marriage, and then institutions of power, like prisons, and institutions of um, mental health, you know, the whole institutional framework, He criticized them on the basis of power and exclusion, and you could do that, and there's some truth in it. But you know, Foucault also made the presupposition, the problem with that presupposition is that everything is about something else, is that it's almost impossible to see how it can't be applied to Foucault himself. So you'd have to ask, if you were a student of Foucault, what power aims drove his attempt to analyze everything in terms of power. And I actually think with Foucault it's pretty obvious. So, but it, it's a game that never goes anywhere.